0: on the crown after Prime Minister Wilson had to devalue the pound an organization tried to have Uncle Dickie aka Lord Mountbatten lead a coup to take over the British government the Queen was not so fond of that also the Queen herself decided to go all over the world with Porchy to invest some time in into her horse hobby and of made the realization that she loves horses more than anything in the world so let's see how all of that is going and continue onward this week on the lords of grantham podcast we're back
1: that we are dave With the crown but season three episode six you're right can you pronounce the name of this episode dave
0: no but it's in welsh so <laughs> i don't have to
1: do you know what it means
0: is it prince charles no it's prince, prince of wales what's prince of wales that's way Wh- okay
1: ty wasog simru welsh listeners out there grade that pronunciation of the, the name of the episode
0: we're going to need a tutor to this episode.
1: <laughs> it, it, I think it would really help us, you know, just actually with our English. I, I, I get that criticism all the time from my mom. When she tunes in, she's like, Corey, you need to slow down and, and work on your enunciation of words. And it's like, thanks, mom. I, 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 I talk too fast. <laughs> I get, who knew? I
0: guess um, <laughs> we all, we all need to slow down.
1: I mean, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, is there anything we need to talk about, Dave? Since last week, what is what has gone on in the world? Right? What what has gone on?
0: Oh, not too much. I mean, we got a president potentially.
1: Yeah,
0: that's about it. <laughs> and the is um crown drops Friday season four, right? I think Sunday actually. Sunday isn't it? Yeah, uh, I keep seeing ads for it, and the like. It actors are doing the rounds on the press tour.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Yes, it is indeed Sunday. <laughs> it's funny because Netflix releases a lot of their shows on Wednesday, but they must have done their research. Their, their algorithm says that most people watch this stuff on Sunday, so there you go. You're going to get it on a Sunday.
0: Sure, yeah. And this should be an interesting season, season four. I know we're, we'll, we'll be there pretty soon.
1: I mean, we're almost there already, yeah. Yeah. I mean, will we get there before year's end? I think we got a couple things up our sleeve that will ensure that – as much as people who may be tuning in to catch up right now, we're going to be talking about season four till next year. I, I can say that much.
0: I mean, in in th- when you think about how we br- do this podcast, we're not gonna we're not gonna treat the podcast the way that viewers of Netflix shows view Netflix shows. No,
1: and, and besides, we got some Christmas treats in store for the listeners out there that I'm sure they'll want to hear. That aren't yeah, isn't I necessarily so. is, uh, no, Yeah,
0: we're ta- we're gonna celebrate the holidays the best way we can and we'll get to that in a month it's crazy to even think that we're in that realm
1: i had a video call with someone today and they had their christmas tree up in the background and i was just like what did i miss <laughs> what what happened to trigger it being christmas observation already?" i guess people are just searching for happiness this year so if they can bring it on earlier i mean people were celebrating october and august this year so you know <laughs> whatever live your life
0: well that that just happens and i guess this is just a when you're busy in the world you can kind of look beyond it but when you're
1: not <laughs> Yeah, that, that's why I you know, I celebrate my birthday month early. You, know? you just got to go for it, right?
0: Yeah, and you always have Christmas lights in your apartment, so you're always <laughs> celebrating Christmas.
1: It is so bad on rainy days with clients that I have to talk to where I have to explain this light fixture behind me because like, I use string lights for my apartment. I, when I moved into this apartment at the top of the pandemic, I didn't realize there was not a ceiling light in my apartment, and my attempts to actually get other light fixtures were just too bright, so I've just been stuck with this. These string lights that go along my walls, listeners, and uh, I have grown accustomed to living in essentially darkness.
0: <laughs> in holiday darkness, festival. Exactly.
1: Dark. Yeah, year round, baby. Uh, you know me. I love Christmas. Um, anyways, people want to hear us talk about the crown, I'm sure.
0: That's true. They do.
1: So, Taiwasag, Simru, let's go.
0: Yeah, so we start at a a play.
1: Yeah, backstage at a stage show. uh, Someone's muttering to themselves, we don't know who this guy is. It's a young man.
0: No, and I I said, is this a red shirt or is this somebody important? That's what
1: I thought too. It's like, this is someone who doesn't matter, but what's going on here? What could stage have to do with Queen Elizabeth? Lo and behold, who is it, Dave?
0: It's Prince Charles.
1: Who knew? (laughs) Who knew that it was Prince Charles?
0: (laughs) Again, if they had just told us it, the role of Prince Charles is now played by...
1: So-and-so. We we would have known. And, and there's something that, you know, makes me stare at him because it's just like, wait, so you're telling me this guy in two seasons is going to be Dominic West? This guy right here? He's going to become McNulty from The Wire? <laughs> I, I don't see it. Like
0: 20 years after The Wire, too? <laughs> not even like McNulty from The Wire. McNulty from The Wire plus 20.
1: Yeah. I mean... So, as far as we know, season four, it goes into the 80s, but this is 1969 we're in right here. I, mm-hmm. I I guess maybe they do something with this actor to make him look older. I don't know. Maybe he'll look older in a few episodes or by next season.
0: Well, he is, in real life, 30.
1: He looks young. He looks like a young 30 in this episode. Yeah. And he, and, he looks um, a lot like I, Charles. I looked
0: up Prin- Princess Anne is like 28 or 29. Okay. So,
1: he looks like a, he does look a lot like Charles. He's got the big ears. He, he, mm-hmm. he carries himself a little hunched over, like Charles, you know, like the beaten-in boy that he was. Yeah. Let's not forget about his schooling from last year, where uh, he had to make a man out of himself, and he was just a little wuss.
0: <laughs> and here he is in the play like a little sissy boy. <laughs> he
1: acted on stage. <laughs> Weak man. Uh, so, Wilson goes to the Queen because, well, we see him with Parliament, and... They're they're a little bit testy. Mm-hmm. Because the Welsh are a little bit annoyed. That's true. They are indeed annoyed. They, they feel like things are, are the same as ever and, and there's threats of them potentially invading or breaking off for, from Britain, just doing their own thing. And it's a, it's a little bit scary.
0: That's true. And and Parliament's I don't know how I feel about the way they handle parliament in this. They seem like they're kind of divided in as far as how serious this is. Well,
1: I, I think it's one of those things where, you know, you just get used to it. Like, yeah, it's Wales. It's always been there. Whatever. <laughs> hmm You know, it's kind of like how the U.S. is with Canada. It's just like, you know, they're our, our brother out there. <laughs> and it's just like, eh, Canada. Not to say I don't – I mean, I love Canadians. i got a lot of Canadian friends. But it's just like, eh, you know <laughs> – they're not the U.S., right? They're not a bigger world power. <laughs> they're not Great Britain.
0: Would be, I, th- I think a more appropriate thing would be like Puerto Rico because Wales is part of the of Britain, right? Sure. Great Britain. There,
1: there's some like erasure so a, like, of them oh, as
0: their know, own like people. They want to they leave again. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, what, what do we do about it? How are they going to win them back, Dave?
0: They say, we're sending Charles to go to school there.
1: We're going to confirm him. We are going to get the investiture of him as the Prince of Wales.
0: That's right. He's going to be the prince. Mm-hmm.
1: Because, uh, yeah, Wilson's idea is, what if you learned enough Welsh to address the country in their native tongue? Uh, Charles likes acting. Uh, it's how he can express himself. And Wilson's like, yeah, this could work. You know?
0: That's right. And, and Elizabeth is show.
1: like, she's she's in on it. Mm-hmm. And, and all they got to do is just send Charles out there for three months to learn how to speak Welsh. That's a fast semester. Yeah, I mean, if you ask me if I can learn a language that fast at that age, I don't know. I don't know about that. I took about four or five years of Spanish between middle school and high school, and yo así así hablo español. <laughs>
0: good good for you that's good
1: you don't, know you don't know say <laughs>
0: well he's got to learn to memorize basically a, a speech in wait Welsh. Dave,
1: what, what language did you learn in high school spanish well, how good are you at that
0: not, not great anymore
1: <laughs> ay dios mio okay so yeah he charles is going to have to take a term uh away from the university even though he's been happy at cambridge uh and he was cast in a, in a wonderful role in a, in a play as, as royalty and the queen is just like, "Nah, you you gotta go. You gotta do this you're, thing for us. You're going to Wales, baby. This is work. <laughs> get out of here." And Charles is he's all by his lonesome. He's go, he's gonna be out there all by himself. Uh, how does um, Princess Anne uh, send him up to to get out there, Dave?
0: How does she send him out? Uh, she what do you what do you she mean? She gives him
1: a kiss on the cheek and then she punches him in the stomach.
0: That's right. <laughs> I li- I really like the 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 play between Anne and Charles in this episode. You can tell that they're really there for each other. Yeah,
1: almost a little too there for each other. Did you? I don't know if I'm reading too much into this. Did you get any vibes between them two? No, I got. I think you are reading. Too I, much got, into I got. I got. I got chemistry between those two more than brotherly sister. are like they're,
0: they're, they're two people that are kind of in this bizarre lifestyle that only they know, and we really haven't. We saw Anne last week, or was it last week or two, the documentary episode, two episodes ago, Mm -hmm. and we got to see a little bit of her personality, and the last we saw of Charles was he was a little boy, or not a little boy, a high schooler, Mm -hmm. effectively, a middle schooler. (laughs) Effectively a little boy. But there's a whole lot of their lives lives that we don't know. Yeah. So I did not pick up on anything
1: weird. I'm just saying, as two attractive young actors working together, I could see it.
0: Sure. That's <laughs> I'm irrelevant just saying, to yeah. what we're talking about, but sure. Good
1: for them. Good 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 chemistry between them too. Yeah. So he's off to Aberystwyth, Wales. Mhm. Good God. What what do they what image do they paint of Wales, Dave?
0: It's very plain. Very much just like uh, every one of those movies you've seen about like a boring place in Europe.
1: I'd say it's even charitable. It looks dismal. (laughs) It looks really run down and and like you almost expect like a barn door to be swinging open and closed there (laughs) the way it looks.
0: I could see it. I mean, but it's kind of like every house is a little too cramped. Mm -hmm. Like we watched this, we're in a movie club outside of this podcast and we watched a movie called Local Hero.
1: Yeah, it reminded me a lot of that.
0: Very much reminded me of that, of like... Everything's on top of itself, but there's still this sense of, uh, not like poverty, but like very much lower middle class.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the English game, the the cramped lifestyle that they they led in that show.
0: (laughs) That's true. That's true. But definitely working class. Exactly. Throughout.
1: Yeah. Uh, The first people that we meet in Wales uh, is at a rally. Uh, They are talking about wanting more l- power for the, the local Welsh there. Mm-hmm. And who do we meet in that, that rally, Dave?
0: Uh, his name is Mill Millward. What's his first Edward name? <laughs> Edward Millward. Edward Millward. I had him as teacher on my notes until I looked it up after Not the wrong. episode ended. <laughs> A
1: lot of words in that name. W-A-R-D. Mm-hmm. And he's... Get some information after we see him leading this rally on you know advocating for the welsh to do a job and, and what is that job
0: he's got to be his teacher he's got to be his uh his tutor prince charles's tutor
1: and edward is not none too pleased about that
0: <laughs> he says you could you don't jerk me around like this i'm a man i'm a man
1: it will violate every belief in his body he says
0: that's right he says you can't let me do this <laughs>
1: I can't let teach this man another language. This is just going to get me really mad. There's nothing that makes me angry than teaching people Welsh.
0: <laughs> he says, you've seen these, these 24, 25 people we got gathered
1: with signs? Mm-hmm. They we got to show
0: respect me. to these 24, 25 people. <laughs> A couple dozen people out here.
1: Yeah. Uh, they tell him, he, you know, you need to teach him so he can give the speech in Welsh. And he's just like, people are just not going to be happy about this guy being here. I'm telling you, there's no way this is going to work out.
0: He says, I'm not fussing. Don't expect me to fuss.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so Charles arrives.
0: Yep, yeah, and there's a bit of a... There's a, a welcome as well as a bit of a protest.
1: Yeah, they're not, they're not too happy to see him there. No, no. Because he represents that royalty that just oppresses Wales, you know?
0: Yeah, and we see that... uh well, Millward is not rolling out the red carpet at all for for Prince Charles.
1: Because, mm-hmm. yeah, Edward's like, you know, what have we supported the crown for? What what have they done for us? Uh, and, you know, he, he's kind of challenging Charles to be like, you know, consider our position and who we are, you know. But uh, as he says, I didn't come here to joust with you. You're here to learn Welsh. So he just drops uh, Charles off at the audio learning center, as you do. Yep. Yep. That brought back memories I, I I have not thought about those huge headphones that we would have to put on as kids for these language centers or listening centers until I saw it on the show. do you remember that Dave?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely remember those The technology really didn't change much from like the late sixties all the way to like the mid nineties yeah
1: these headphones that were literally would encapsulate our entire skull, I think when you put them on they were so huge
0: oh yeah, they're like the the Vegeta headphones.
1: Yeah, they they are huge, and they have like the big metal like rods coming out of them for some reason. I don't know to adjust mm-hmm.
0: them with the with the drop down microphone, kind of like what you're wearing around your head right now. that listeners can't see, but it's a much more primitive version of that.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm wearing two microphones to make this work here. Uh, so Charles is shown to his room. Uh, and you know we've seen much of Wales already. It's a bit of a shanty town. That, that that sounds really mm-hmm. rough to people who maybe in Wales listening to us. Like who who are these people to call us that? But I mean, like they don't do. They don't. They're,
0: they're really not painting it as a pretty place until the the speech. Right.
1: They, they're not doing you any favors yet. <laughs> uh, so he's in a dorm room, and very
0: bare bones dorm. Yeah.
1: And he hears some noise next door, and he he knocks on the door next door, and what there's just a dude in there.
0: He just listening to records, hanging out.
1: And he's just like. No, closes the door in Charles's face.
0: It's like I don't, I don't want none of you. Get out of my face. Man. I don't want
1: to do, deal with any royalty at all while I'm at my dorm room.
0: <laughs> but then there, there's like a secret service guy in the in the hall. Yeah, like on duty, hanging out. It's like imagine if Charles is like, dude, I want to like go party. The guy would be like, all right, I'm just gonna hang outside. Can you
1: imagine that in this day and age with like you know you're in college and then I don't know Malia Obama or. or uh You know, one one of the Obama children are in there. Baron Trump. Yeah, Baron Trump is there. What what do you do? You you just shut them out, or like, no, that's a ticket to some money or some good parties. I imagine if I befriend them, right?
0: I mean, we're not in college, but we can always uh, go back. It's never too
1: late to go back to college, bro.
0: Yeah, let's let's go back to college to befriend uh, Baron Trump. (laughs)
1: Yeah, he's not even in college. He's like thirteen, right? I don't. He's like perpetually thirteen. I think. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So Charles isn't doing too hot down there he's a yeah
0: and and we see he's like even before this discussion we see that he's like he's very full of himself but not in the right way he's not very humble
1: well he's kind of just ignorant i think is really it
0: yeah but but it doesn't mean he doesn't have a big ego because he is like laughing as he tries to start reciting welsh in this room kind of looking for some kind of positive attention from people to chuckle at him and they're all like okay dude
1: this is what we speak man and
0: he starts ram- rambling off tongue twisters too at, at at Millward.
1: yeah which he's quite good at actually um
0: well he's an actor he's a professionally trained actor he loves this this is his wheelhouse's tongue twisters
1: yeah and he, he calls princess anne to, to let her know like you know these people are, are miserable and stuff and they're kind of making fun of the whales people together with their the, of their stooped faces and stuff Mm-hmm. Uh, he just doesn't feel like he belongs yet, uh, you know. He's got to be there for three no, whole no. months.
0: Oh, brother! What a What a struggle! Yeah,
1: real, real challenge there for for royalty there, huh? Um, was it? She calls him the most terrible eor, then hangs up on him.
0: Yeah, good. And we see she's like listening to some record. She's listening to I I, I. I didn't write down what it was, but it's something popular. And
1: yeah, she's doing fine.
0: She's doing okay. Not very stuck up. Yeah, She seems much more down to earth. For real,
1: yeah. Uh, But we see a dinner uh, scene where I guess there's some luminaries of the the college and stuff, and Charles says he hasn't made it to the library yet. Mm -hmm. Someone asks him if he'll be channeling Grufford uh, in his speech, and he says, who? And it's like, that's the first Prince of Wales, bro, come on. (laughs) Know your history.
0: And, and this falls on Millward. Millward takes the brunt of the, the blame for this, as not being a appropriate guide mm-hmm. and, and mentor. Yeah, he,
1: tell, he tells Charles, do you, do you know how embarrassing it was that you you said openly that you don't know those things? What, are you stupid? <laughs> yeah. And he says, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm stupid. I'm, I might just be. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... During all this, Elizabeth, uh, she's reading a speech and thinks it might help for Charles to uh, work on the speech, maybe to, to, you know, introduce himself to the world. What what does uh, Phil, who strolls in for his one scene, say?
0: I didn't take note of what he... Is, does he drop a bomb? In the, well, he's in two scenes in this episode, but what, what is he, it that he He says? tells her,
1: like, you sure about that? You, you sure you wanted to introduce himself, you know? uh. That there's a he's just kind of like no just stick to the script you know like because like I think Elizabeth references what about that time you know f- way back when Phil when you had to do this or whatever and and, and say what you wanted and he was like that was then uh, this is now um,
0: he goes I'm me that's my son he's a nerd yeah this is now he's gonna do some tongue twister and well. this
1: is a horse of a different color he says he's speaking Elizabeth's language when he says this is a horse of a different color
0: and she goes okay yeah. I get it moving yeah,
1: on yeah um but i do like that in their brief conversation he asked her about that time in cape town and i like that the show is starting to to acknowledge the shared history, history between the two that we've actually seen on mm-hmm. the show um yep. and they've been through it so yeah uh, charles hits the books he reads up on the great trail of a of a pro- uh, the a great betrayal of, of a prophecy the the there will be a true welsh son um he, he's reading he, he can never be a true son of Wales, whale, b- but he's learning how to po- possibly be one, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just, you know, about to go eat alone in his dorm room, as one does in college.
0: Yeah, he says he's going to go get some ramen, some instant ramen. Now,
1: did that cross your mind, too? What is Prince Charles eating during this like time in, in Wales?
0: I was curious if he had more of these awkward dinners, because I feel like that's got to be just part of his life. Mm-hmm. And it's good that, like... I'm glad that they show Millward kind of calling him out on, on kind of botching his knowledge because I feel like Charles is coasted on just charm. his or, his charm and his position. Yeah. Like he's gotten away with offending people definitely more than once in his life.
1: For sure. <laughs> that's, that's definitely
0: true. But Millward does not like the fact that he's eating alone and says, you know what, why don't you come over to my house? Yeah,
1: come over for dinner. We'll, we'll, we'll feed you. You'll, you'll have a good meal. you have a good time. You can hang out with the boys. My yep, boy.
0: Me and my son.
1: <laughs> Come on, young man. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, he goes over, and then we find out that Edward lives at a YMCA, actually. And uh, there's just a whole...
0: <laughs> yeah, so he can have a good meal. Yeah, he
1: definitely has a good meal. <laughs> no, no, actually, Edward lives in a house with his wife.
0: And their little son. And his wife is like 20 years younger than him. And their kid is like a, an infant. Yeah. Well, not maybe not 20 years, but she's significantly younger than yeah, him. Yeah, I
1: don't know what game they're playing here exactly. You know, maybe Edward just, you know, married, married young and I, I don't know. <laughs> well, they met at a protest. They met at some political event. What better way to bridge the gap? Char- Charles
0: is is interested in that. And Charles is also uh, good with their son.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because she's kind of like, I don't know about this Prince Charles. And this is the first time we get a hint from Edward that he kind of likes him. And I think it's because mm-hmm. uh, Charles said he was taking an interest in the, the prophecy he read about. He's been reading the books. So we start to see the turn already happening. I felt it was a little, a little fast, uh, in the, even in this 55-minute episode, for this guy, Edward, who says it would go against every bone in his body to teach this kid to, like, 20 minutes later, be like, I kind of like this guy, kid's gumption. Something about him.
0: Yeah, the episode is very strangely paced.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um so we see yeah, Charles asks them about, you know, what's his protest and where is that? And they tell him and he's like, Oh, I should go visit there and they're like, No, it's it's
0: it's no can do.
1: <laughs> you bastards It's submerged. <laughs> you, you, you great British bastard sunk it. <laughs> it's underwater to get to provide clear It's a reservoir
0: to give water to Liverpool.
1: And that's where the the Beatles sprang from, right? So there you go. It all worked out in the end.
0: I guess so. Don't, don't tell the Welsh we we're saying this. If there <laughs> yeah. are, we've, we do have any Welsh listeners. We're we're not trying to be me.
1: Uh, you wonder, uh, do you, as a Welsh Beatles fan, would they feel conflicted knowing that Britain sank an entire town to help the Beatles be okay, you know? Not, well, I don't think it was to help the Beatles. It wasn't to help the, help the Beatles, but if it wasn't for Wales being sunk, we wouldn't have the Beatles.
0: Well, let's see where the Beatles fall on your power rank.
1: <laughs> Down. <laughs> 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 Uh, for, for all. That water was bad. Yeah, but we see Charles. Um, you know, he, he 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 watches as uh, Edward and his wife, you know, put their child to bed, and he kind of sees a, a certain kind of affection there that he definitely did not get much of with Elizabeth and 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 Phil. Mm-hmm. I mean, let alone we never even seen them really interact with him, <laughs> much aside from when Phil berated them at school. Uh, Yeah, and and we see
0: that uh, we see Edward and his wife kind of discussing this and they're very much aware of the fact that this is what he saw was totally different from his life mm -hmm. so it's not the you know Charles isn't the only one who who is shocked by this
1: yeah and and Edward's trying to communicate too like he doesn't want necessarily revenge with Britain he just doesn't want to be looked down upon uh, as as they are and um, know who you are Or what you think you need, and Charles understands that. He he gets it. He feels akin to them. And then Mm -hmm. even Edward's wife afterwards is like, "I kind of like this this kid too. He's going to be someone someday. Fifty years, fifty years later, still prince. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Nothing's changed." Um, So you know, following this, it seems like Edward has his own ideas about the speech, Dave. Edward? I mean, uh, I mean, Charles does. He has some ideas.
0: That's right. Well, they say they want it in his own words, and he says, I want to do it in my own words.
1: Yeah, he feels like the speech doesn't reflect him and doesn't reflect what he's learned in whales, so he, he needs something translated to add it, add to it, you know? And, and this comes across yeah. as he's staring out at the, the water as the sun's setting, and this is the first time it starts to look like, oh, whales could be pretty. <laughs> Who knew? Indeed, indeed. It's like...
0: Yeah, they, they kind of... You don't say. They pace it and make things change.
1: Yeah, it's like the point of view of whales changes alongside... Charles is at the same time.
0: And then they, uh, and then we kind of get to the speech.
1: July 1st, 1969. Uh, and we see... The music like is really stressing its castle. importance, too. You hear the music, like, tuning up the strings a little bit for, like, this is going to be heavy.
0: We see Charles Dance pop in.
1: Yeah, er- everyone's there. Uh,
0: he said, I got to cash my check this week. Rent's due. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and so we get to see... I mean, they really went all out with, with filming this and making it look like something huge.
0: Yeah, and we see Elizabeth is there in some weird hat that looks like a helmet. Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, she kisses him, and he, he invests. He investitures uh, Wales. And uh, his speech is, you know, he wants to stress that Wales has his own identity, you know, and he uh, Charles assumes his family won't understand because we see him uh, afterwards. You know, it goes over well. People seem to like it. And then afterwards, he goes to visit Edward to thank him. Mm-hmm. And Edward's like, what was that last bit you said? And he's like, oh, you know, or wh- what will your family think of that? And he's like, don't worry about them. This will be all fine. This will just be water under the bridge. This will be water over Wales. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: This will be a reservoir right to Liverpool.
1: By the way, here's a gift. And what is the gift, Dave? It's a, it's a book of tongue twisters. British tongue twisters for Edward. And he just kind of cackles to himself. I thought he was slipping him a check or some money for like all the extra learning he did.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a very interesting. I feel like it's like the shoes in Frost Nixon. Mm-hmm. Like this Wait, is a, a, a in Frost Nixon, you know the
1: movie we saw that movie twelve years ago, Dave, and it instantly exited in my brain as soon as we saw it.
0: Well, what's his name? He, he Nixon compliments Frost shoes, and then at the end of the thing, he's like, "Oh, I got a gift for you, Nixon," and it's a pair of the shoes that Nixon was making fun of.
1: Oh. Well there you go <laughs> that's a deep yeah. hole, man uh, D- I
0: guess so I mean we're watching a, a a period drama it's just another one of those
1: oh yeah so uh Charles has to go make the rounds in Wales for four days you know shake every single person's hands show his commitment yep and he comes back home and the the queen's retired for the night she's not around and he's like what <laughs> can I see her mm-hmm. I want to talk to her.
0: And they're, yeah, it's like, all right, go see her. She's in her room.
1: Mm-hmm. And this is a pretty heavy scene, Dave. This is this is something I did not expect coming from the Queen here.
0: Yeah, she's saying I've re- I've read your translation, dude.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, at first Charles is like, you didn't even thank me or, or tell me well done or, or anything. And he's like, I had a tough challenge. You sent me away for three months to Wales. Have you seen Wales?
0: Like, have you seen me? I want to go be in the play. Yeah,
1: I wanna act. Uh and yeah, she she got a translation. She's just not too happy about what he said out there.
0: She said, Oh, you wanna compare yourself to the Welsh? You think that you're some some person that does you know? You're struggling? It's
1: like, You're not struggling, boy. Yeah, yeah he's like uh He's like, no, that's not what I was trying to say. She's like, yeah, that's exactly what you were trying to say. Let me read it back to you. <laughs> hey. He's
0: like, I got the trans. Uh, she's like, Chris Hansen. She's like, I'm holding the transcripts in my hand. Take hands. a
1: seat, Charles. Uh, <laughs> she explains to him, and this is something that's come up several times over the period of the, of the show The Crown, was you know, people always want to agree or take a position, but it's not something they can do. And, and she tells him what Queen Mary had told her in season one, which is to do nothing, to say nothing is the hardest thing at all. Now,
0: so she says, yeah, so the Queen's got some nerve saying that after we saw that. That the what was the Aberfan a couple weeks ago, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah. I mean, it's it's funny because you, if you go back to that scene in season one, the way Queen Mary relays it to Elizabeth is there's some level of understanding, like this is not going to be easy, you need to get that, and and you got to deal with this. Here, Elizabeth says it so matter of factly, there's no level of like understanding of Charles' position or anything, it's just like know your role and shut your mouth, essentially. She, she's telling Charles. It's, it's not as compassionate, you know?
0: And and it's weird to think that when, when Charles went to that school a couple last season, Elizabeth was like, are we sure? Are we sure?
1: Yeah, I mean, she really... You can't pick and choose your battles here. Yeah, I mean, I guess the speech must have really made her upset. <laughs> um, I mean, Charles tells her he has a beating heart, a character and a mind and a will of his own. And he can show people who he is. He has a voice. And Elizabeth heals off here. She says, let me let you in on a secret. No one wants to hear it. Wow. Yeah, that's right. And he's like, wait, co- this- clarify. The speech or the family? And she says, no one. <laughs>
0: this, is the, this is the same woman that a couple weeks ago t- tried to get her sister in a higher position of power based on Charisma. Yeah. She is, she, she is really struggling this week.
1: Yeah, she's the person who said last week she would have rather been with horses, you know? And she understands that she can't do it, but it's like we saw emotion out of her for a second. Now she's like a stone-cold robot taking the soul out of her son as like it just ascends to the heavens and he just rolls backwards. like.
0: Wilson has more charisma in this episode than she does. Wilson's like chuckling to himself in his one scene. It's almost
1: like an about face for Elizabeth a little bit, you know? And like I understand we never see her engage much with her children and stuff, but it really strikes her as a cold-hearted mother <laughs> uh
0: yeah exactly oh, it's not a not a good look and our power rankings will will reflect
1: that yeah and so the episode wraps up with um charles back on stage charles in charge
0: that's He's right playing a tony danza and the end cre- uh, no the end credits have some welsh song about uh prince carlo or is it welsh it's a song about prince Carlo. yeah there's there's subtitles over the song and the credits so that means you know you got Yeah there's some
1: symbolism there there's some symbolism in the speech he's giving because he's royalty something about you know being a king and it means nothing which I guess is kind of parallel to you know Charles today who's been in waiting to be king this whole time and 50 years later hasn't Mm -hmm. been and it's like well what the heck was it all for what a a waste to go through all this you know suffering and scrutiny and stuff and then you don't even get get to do your role
0: No not he can't poor guy
1: and that's uh it's pretty much the episode that is the episode uh they did do a 50-year anniversary of it last year where uh charles went back there you know where he did the speech because apparently it was very well watched millions tuned in to see this thing and that's where he met the person who did that song carlo for the first time Uh, so that's Mm -hmm. where it came full circle was it a good episode dave
0: I think we need to see what they do with Charles in the coming weeks.
1: It's the second highest ranked episode of the season for season three on IMDb.
0: And have we watched the first highest ranked? Yeah, I think we have. We Is it Aberfan? It was Aberfan. Yeah. Well, it was. It wasn't
1: bad. It wasn't bad. I
0: just really didn't. I didn't feel like there was enough time with Elizabeth's emotions to to l- like her it in this moved. episode. And I don't. I don't want you to make our protagonist of the
1: show look bad. Well, I, I mean, I think it's true to. Who we know the queen to be, but I think it's just the speed with which it moved felt a little bit off. Like the the way that the, pa- the pacing of the whole episode was very. Charles strange. warms up to Wales real quick in those three months. Edward warms up to the kid then, real quick, and Elizabeth turns and real cold when we, real quick.
0: <laughs> it's speech time, and I'm looking at the runtime. I'm like, all right, we got like two minutes left. It's like, no, you got like twelve minutes left of this episode. Yeah,
1: and they take their. I really. They also take their time, really building up to that speech, and then they just give you like a portion of it, and then it's like we don't even need to see the rest of it. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah, not even like a uh, some kind of writing of it. We don't even see it written down.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, in the broad strokes, pretty good episode. Especially the way that you know Charles sees like this family that's loving there in Wales, and he's got nothing going on at home. It's all ice cold.
0: Gives him some perspective. Yeah, well, you would think at some point he's a he's in these plays with people. He's not in these plays with these elites. He's socializing with more regular people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a little, it's a little bit, but then again, this is the crown. They, they stretch. That's correct.
1: And on that note, Dave, what do you think is not true about this episode?
0: I want to say Millward's role is 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 exaggerated. Exactly. Uh,
1: he was at the school at that time. He was a teacher and he was, you know, an activist. But there's little evidence of them having a close relationship of him teaching him Welsh. I really just think that. Uh, uh, Peter Morgan just watched the King's speech and just airdropped the plot from that into this episode because.
0: Yeah. So I've never seen the King's speech and I've, I was like, this has got to be similar. There's to the was
1: King's one speech. S- scene where um, they're working on the accenting of, of his Welsh or accents of his Welsh and getting down the like, the way he pronounces words just right. That echoed for me directly the King's speech. And I was like, man, they just took the easy route <laughs> with this in terms of, and I mean, it's not to say it doesn't work. It's entertaining. You know, it it, mm-hmm. it does. It, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. Right, exactly. But it's like, I, you you start to think when with watching the Crown, where at first it was kind of like mind blowing to us that like this isn't following history, but now three seasons deep, you know, it's fun to almost you know call out because there it's it would be insane that this royal family would have such narrative like. Um, Perfectionism in terms of like, oh, that just dovetailed nicely in their life, huh? Oh, that really came together. <laughs> like, there's it, it, there's too mm-hmm. many cool confluence of uh, incidences of coincidences to really just say like, oh yeah, of course this is all how it happened because it's so far off the map. But I, I get you know they're working towards that that overall narrative and it's a struggle, I guess. So you know, all, all the more power to them.
0: Yeah. Okay hats off yeah hats off hats off for for reconfiguring history that to, to fit your to mostly narrative. get
1: there well we got power rankings we do well l- let me start Dave because I, I, I was uh, coming in hot with this like I couldn't think of too many because there aren't that many characters in this episode so
0: no this is very simple
1: yeah number three I got Charles's education he has to put it entirely on pause to go learn Welsh as if his education That's wasn't true. already thrown sideways enough with being sent to, to Phil's uh, school <laughs> as a teenager. This is not helping him.
0: Yeah, this poor this poor boy. He found
1: something he finally liked, and he can't even do it for three months. So there you go, Charles' well, education.
0: Related to that, I have Cambridge at number three. Because, okay. the, especially specifically the Cambridge drama department. Because how much money do you think they're getting on ticket sales mm. when the prince is the lead? Yep. You're saying, you we you got the semester after. lined up. We got we got the prince. We're gonna get sold out houses for even the worst shows because people want to see the prince, and they say no, he's going to Wales. Yep, tough luck. It's it's just, it's tough luck. Yeah.
1: Well, number two, I got uh, translations, uh, because as a concept, yeah, I mean, as a as a thing that you think will uh, you'll get away with because Charles oh. is so confident like oh they won't translate this they won't know what I said and then sure enough they translated it so oh, they don't know. trust they find that out. you can talk your other talk and get away with it translations well
0: number two number two I got whales the animal this episode takes it yeah, yeah the, the mammal the sea <laughs> okay. mammal okay no, the then the the location mm-hmm. because I feel like this episode takes its sweet time developing whales to be something impressive yeah like we're led to believe that these people are sort of scruffy but then every time they show whales it's kind of for lack of a better phrase it is kind of pathetic you want to see this the splendor sure. and the colors but you don't get it that's and that falls solely on the crown i think not on Wales as a as a nation or a commonwealth whatever the phrase is yeah
1: I came around to it with the beauty, so I couldn't put it on my down rankings uh, because at number one, for me, it's got to be Queen Elizabeth.
0: Oh, yeah, this is a yeah. this is a, I think it, a hit job on
1: her. Yeah, I think it really just goes to show she wasn't a good mother. <laughs> like She just did not know how to do the job, and maybe that's why she would never see her with the kids in the show because she just doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. No offense to the real Queen Elizabeth in real life, but this is just how the show portrays you. You, know, you ain't that good at your job as being a mother.
0: Yeah, she's probably listening to this writhing. But
1: you're a great queen. You are a great at being a queen, so there's that. So, you know. Yeah. Pick sure. your battles. Indeed. <laughs> well, Dave, who's going up for you?
0: I got Princess Anne. I feel I like. I do too. They've been putting some emphasis on her as a up and coming, important character. Mm-hmm. And she was a good support system for her she's brother. She's
1: even wearing jeans in a, a scene in this episode, so, you know, good for her. That's royalty. Yeah. And, uh,. You know, she's got chemistry at Charles. That's all I'll say about that. Sure. <laughs>
0: Platonic sibling chemistry. Yep. Who's number two? I got Edward Millward. Okay. Good look for this dude. It's a corny plot. He turns around. He, fall, he falls for this doofy nerd theater geek prince.
1: Yeah. I, I, so good for him. Well, I have at number two, I got Prince Charles. He, he gives a great speech. Unfortunately, uh, he gets browbeaten when he returns home, and he also has to st- spend three months out in Wales on his own, not happy for most of it. But he does give a really good speech, and that good for him. It's forever remembered. You did the job, good man.
0: Well, number one, I got Charles because you know, take that, take that promo. Mm-hmm. You know, this it, it's like if you win the match at WrestleMania, and then the next night on Raw, somebody cuts a promo against you. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You, you you won the match. You you held the belt over your head. you're the he's. He's riding high, and I don't think it's, I think we're setting Charles up to be an important character going forward. And
1: I'm going to stress, too, I really like this actor in the role. I thought he was really good at conveying, like, you know, who was, you know, the character is very much in line with what we saw in season two of being this kind of beaten down kid, you know, but he also, you know, is growing. And and he also sounded a lot like Jared Harris, uh, I I thought, too.
0: (laughs) He was good. Josh O'Connor is the actor's name. He was very good. I was impressed.
1: Yeah. Well, number one, I got Edward Millward. Um, the guy, you know, he, he has a change of heart. He he, he ultimately wins because he gets the Prince, Prince Charles to say that, hey, Wales isn't so bad. Don't look down upon him. That's a huge win for Wales. This is all he's been battling for, so good for him. He's a good parent. He gets a book on tongue twisters. And the actor... If you ask me, if you can't get Brendan Gleeson, Gleeson, just get this guy in there. He looks just like Oh,
0: him. this dude is definitely Brendan <laughs> Gleeson <laughs> <Right? a Jason.
1: laughs> He's He's got the look. He's got the chops. This guy's good.
0: This is the second um, Star Wars bad guy to be a sort of paternal
1: figure on the Wait, he's a He's a bad guy in Star Wars?
0: Yeah, he is in, I want to say... Wait a minute. he's uh, He's in Last Jedi. Oh, okay. So he joins Pip Torrance as a, a random Star Wars general bad
1: guy. There we go. There you have the it. Crown. And that is Season 3, Episode 6 of The Crown.
0: Indeed. That is what that is.
1: Now, Dave, let's move to what else be, we've been watching. And there's just something I, I wanted to discuss. Mm-hmm. So everyone's been buzzing about that Queen's Gambit show on Netflix. It's, it's been the, yes. the talk around town. So I watched all of it. I, I got through it pretty quickly and mm-hmm. it's pretty good it's good
0: i didn't watch it i didn't watch it because i was hearing downton abbey and the crown when people discuss the queen's gambit
1: no that's not accurate at all <laughs> um okay one article that i read well it takes place in america anya taylor joy is in it she's great she's fantastic mm-hmm. i did not realize it was based off a novel i thought it was Based off a true story, but it's not. It's all it's all based off a book. Um, it's a it's a good. It's entertaining. I wouldn't say it's it's great. It doesn't show much chess, which is like the. I mean, it shows a lot of chess, but it doesn't show much of the games. And even to a casual viewer, you can tell they're not playing correct chess. Like it, they're really no. not. They're moving things in ways you can't even move or do moves and stuff. Um, and also, it falls into the the walk hard uh, trap where before every chess game she plays, she has to think about her entire life uh hmm. but it was entertaining the one thing i wanted to bring up about it though is in the first two episodes uh sophie McShera makes an appearance daisy from down abbey yeah and she gets two lines all together
0: really Do- daisy
1: that's she's- that was my reaction is like oh wait so that's that's daisy I'd, you can recognize her anywhere that mousy girl she's there and I just wanted to assess where is Sophie McShara in her career where she winds up on this popular Netflix show, but with only two lines of dialogue. (laughs) Is it a big check? It can't be a big check. I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where it makes me think maybe her role was cut a little bit. She's one of the teachers at the school this main character goes to, but she's not even like her main teacher. She's just one of the teachers. And it's like, why would you get Daisy to just show up as that girl and then do nothing?
0: And, and we're still kind of riding the coattails of the Downton movie.
1: Exactly. And Daisy is a big part of the and movie. And she's been in other stuff. Huh. She's one of the evil sisters in the Cinderella Disney remake and stuff. She's been in things. So I was just like, what is going? who's her agent? What's going on with her career? Are we at the stage where she should be only giving two lines in a miniseries on Netflix? Or where should Daisy realistically I mean, be a, with her career? She's a crowd pop. She is absolutely a pop. She, she to me, is in, at the stage in her career where, if not being another supporting character on a miniseries or a BBC show or something like that, she can at least have a multi-episode arc in a show, right? As a side yeah, character. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, what the heck? She has a lot more to contribute. So that was the only thing that, that especially put me off from the Queen's Game, which I do recommend and it's fun, but where's the justice for Sophie McShara? Come on.
0: Well, while we're talking Daisy, mm-hmm. I finished the boy season two.
1: Oh boy. <laughs> it, and I... I, what a what a surprise for me! Did, didn't that was that one thing one of the most vile things you've ever seen?
0: Well, I'm, I don't know what particularly you're talking about, but I'm talking about if we're talking Daisy, oh. I'm talking Patmore.
1: Oh yeah, Miss Patmore shows up in the boys. I
0: forgot all about that. Miss Patmore <laughs> is is a butcher carl urban's mother yeah
1: that's right yeah i was like oh my good Woo-hoo. and uh, you forget that you know when we saw her at down live last year miss patmore said she lives in la and that's where she goes for work and stuff so it makes sense that she would pop up in some american tv maybe maybe that's where daisy needs to go is out there with patmore and live with her in la <laughs>
0: yeah that would be that i'd watch that reality show yeah
1: do, do you like the second season though
0: Oh, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Very,
1: very disgusting though. <laughs> like the, the the Oh, I mean, the first season is very disgusting. But this too. takes it to it's another a, level. It's a I think. show. <laughs> like that one scene is just like I can't. <laughs> but
0: there's a lot of violence. Yeah, it's very violent.
1: Yeah. Uh, other than that, Dave, I don't think we've been watching much aside from the Eric Andre show. So if people really want to keep grossing themselves out, tune into that.
0: I start I started Moonbase Eight, which is the new. Uh, tim heidecker john c Riley, fred Armisen show on showtime mm-hmm. and i don't know if you're aware there's a there's a, a fourth member of the moon based team in the first episode no i'm not aware i'm not i don't, I don't know if you want me
1: to don't spoil, spoil it. it's not it's not a huge uh, deal i won't spoil it
0: it's it's not related to Downton of the crown but when when you watch it you'll appreciate okay. it
1: Okay. well that, that's a show that exists out there
0: uh oh it's a lot of fun i think if if you have been into um the Tim Heidecker thing, and you think it's a little too weird. This is very much just base level. This is, just, it's a good, calm, fun show. Mm-hmm.
1: Gotcha. And I've still been watching Ted Lasso, which again, Sprat is good and Sprat, Sprat is watchable. But we're, if Sprat can get a side role on a show starring Jason today, cause why can't uh, Daisy get that? I mean, come on. Daisy needs a
0: new agent. I think that's really, what we're, that, we're talking that's about. That's the truth
1: of it. Okay. Um, I think that and no, no it.
0: real developments this week with uh, with all Seth and Ray. No, right?
1: nothing going on with Ray Mysterio as far as we know. Um, so, Seth we'll, made we'll, the Survivor
0: Series team. Okay,
1: we'll keep people updated though when there when there's updates to share. But um, oh,
0: we will. Yeah, there's nothing nothing this week.
1: Aside from that though, we have that Patreon episode that's still floating out there where we rank all the Star Wars movies. We're going to be recording another episode soon. We have to dis- yeah,
0: that'll drop probably early December. We're trying early. I don't want to make promises because. It's easy to know when we're doing this podcast cuz it comes out the same day or two every week mm-hmm. whereas we're tr- you know these Patreon's are going to come on the weekends usually and we're going to get them up early first week of the month they'll be up. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what that is yet exactly but if you want to chime in on our if you're in the Patreon group chime in if you're not and you want in get in there.
1: Yeah. It's it's available. It's it's there. And uh, yeah, we still have to decide what we're going to discuss next. But you know, it'll be good. It will <laughs> we can be. just promise that <laughs> you know it'll be good. You know, it's not it's not good.
0: <laughs> we're just going to have no plan, no agenda, just talk about uh 2020. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll have a vaccine talk. That'll be our next what thing. What a mess.
1: Uh, so uh, you can still if you don't want don't want to subscribe to our merch uh, uh <laughs> blah, blah 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 if you Patreon. Patreon you can still buy merch at tpublic.com slash lordsagrantham.com I mean, or lords Grantham. man I can't well, say don't, don't
0: even go don't 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 go on tpublic to look for the merch go on our twitter to look for the merch because it's like tpublic.com slash lords underscore of underscore grantham underscore podcast <laughs> or something that's weird <laughs> yeah it's something foolish so go to our twitter it's our pin tweet mm-hmm. Yeah, get some merch get some there's always a sale going on in tpublic I know black friday is gonna look a little different this year so Mm-hmm. if you're staying home i think there's going to be some really good deals on some lords of grantham merch so get on that you know surprise your loved ones let them know that you care with a lords of grantham t-shirt
1: yeah so you know otherwise you can follow us on instagram we just wish uh you know Hugh Bonneville a great happy birthday yesterday people appreciated that <laughs> yeah <laughs> gotta gotta celebrate when we can and then uh yeah we're on facebook also and then uh, twitter and you can email us at gmail so there you have it that is this week yeah and
0: and <laughs> Leave leave a review on an Apple podcast, a little five stars with a couple words would do some some wonders for our algorithm. Mm -hmm.
1: And, yeah, that's it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so we will see. We're we're on the second half. We're over the hill. Indeed. Season
1: three. All right. We'll catch you next time on the Lord's the Podcast.